Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hey there, spiritual trailblazers, and welcome to episode 219, Confessions of Tia, Obligation versus Going the Extra Mile. All right, and also, hello, this is Harry Potter's birthday. (laughs) I am Team Ravenclaw, so yes, I belong to Ravenclaw. Just out of fun, go to my latest Instagram photo and let me know which house do you belong to at Hogwarts, all right? And all you muggles out there that that are not part of the Harry Potter uh, team and and all the Harry Potter uh, world, I'm sorry. (laughs) But anyway, this is also one month from from my birthday. My birthday is August 31st. So, uh, you know, stay tuned because I'm going to have some real treats for you throughout the month of August because I celebrate my birthday the entire month of August. All right. So, you know, team Virgo. (laughs) And uh, just before I get to this fun confession, a few reminders, do not forget to check out this week's blog, go to blog.tmariejohnson.com. There's always something juicy there for you. All right. Reading is fundamental. That's what they would just tell us over and over and over again in school. (laughs) But it's true. And also a little side note, I was in the Rainy Rainbow Book Club when I was a kid. So that was that was a lot of fun. It was really cool because I love to read. So yeah, go ahead, check it out, blog.tmariejohnson.com. And I mentioned this in previous episodes. If there's something you want me to talk about, a topic you want me to cover, whether on the blog or here on the podcast, let me know. Okay, let me know because I want to talk about that. All right. Send me email subject to be uh, right blog title or podcast title to Tia at TiaMarieJohnson.com. All right. I want to make sure that I'm still delivering amazing, great value to you. And last but not least, go ahead to TiaMarieJohnson.com and take what's your goddess archetype quiz. All right. So this is something that's new from Camp Tia. And I'm so excited about this because I want to help women understand their true nature, their true essence, and it goes back to their goddess archetype, their goddess energy. So go ahead, take that quiz, check it out, learn what it's all about because we all have these notifications, all right, throughout our lives that gives us little hints about our gifts, the energy that we give off and things like that. So Go ahead, take the quiz, and know your goddess archetype. This is beneficial to help you understand yourself on a deeper level and how you can use that knowledge to help yourself thrive in life and beyond, all right? So again, go to timmariejohnson.com, and there's a pop-up as soon as you go to the website, and go ahead and take that quiz. All right, so... Confessions of Tia, if you're new to this podcast, Confessions of Tia is a segment where it's an episode, the last Wednesday of the month, and it's me talking about something that either boils my blood, 
something that is like a life lesson learned, something that um, even like like a life experience, something that I believe you can benefit from. So it's not just me ranting. It's really about me giving you a little bit of insight into my life and things that I also know applies to people because I talk to people and, and I work with people. And I know that there are a lot of things that are in a gray area that need to be addressed. And sometimes people have a really hard time with doing that because some they may not like confrontation or they just don't know how to communicate it. So here we are. Confessions of Tia, Obligation versus Going to Extra Mount, episode 219. So I came up with this topic actually last month. Uh, and because... I have some really amazing friends. I mean, really, really amazing friends. And one of my friends, we just saw, it was just our, um, it was approaching our like ninth, ninth year being friends. So it was like our friend anniversary, as, as we call it. And what I realized is that, wow, my closest friends really go the extra mile really without um without expecting pretty much anything in return at this point and it's interesting because i think about how i became close friends with and i had like two very specific people in mind and and i think about how i became like really close friends with them and and how the friendship started and it always starts off really just so innocent you really never know how People impact your life. And then there are some people who do things out of sense of obligation because they feel like they owe you something. Or we feel like we owe someone something because they did two nice things for us. And I talked about the nice things in previous podcast episodes where we don't owe people for the rest of our lives because they've done two good things for us. Even if it was something that was like a really good thing, that doesn't mean that we owe them for eternity or just because they've done two good things doesn't condone the five really nasty shitty things that they've done. Okay. So that's where the confusion lies for some people. I work again, like I, I work with so many women who they sometimes are in a relationship longer than they wanted to be because they thought, oh, John is, he is a nice guy. It's just that, and it's always, it's just that, or, but, you know, he's not there emotionally for me, but he doesn't really take care of anything, but a lot of things are on me. Okay, well, let's look at that. Can you talk to John? Can you go to therapy? Like, what can be done on on like the most basic level before it gets taken up a notch. So meaning, can you talk to him? Can you give him a rundown? Like, hey, this is what I've been doing in our relationship. And I feel like you're, you aren't really taking note of that. Now, if there's still an issue, then you elevate it to therapy, all right? Now, some people may talk to their best friend, you know, maybe his brother, like, hey, I'm trying to talk to John. I can't get through to him. Is there something that I'm missing here? So the next level up may be a close family member. 
who you trust. The next level up may be therapy, you know, going to a therapist. What I don't want people to get confused here is that not everyone has the right to have access to you. Okay. And I'll use my brother as an example. My brother is very kind. He friends just about anyone and everyone. And I think he got a little bit better over the, with that over the years. But with me, I'm just like, nah, um, we're going to have to like ride this out to see if you really are a good person. Like I, I want to see people in different forms because I have this thing where with certain exceptions, nice people worry me. I know that sounds crazy, but hear me out. Nice people worry me because I have seen one too many times people who try to be nice hold on to their feelings. They hold on to what they really want to say. They end up being passive aggressive. They are sometimes judgmental. And of course, this isn't all nice people. Remember I said with some exception. I actually trust more the people who cuss and drink and yes, you can still do that and be spiritual. I talked about that in the previous Confession of Tia. Then people who work hard to be nice. I want to see personality. I want to see you get angry at something. I want to see you stand for something. I want to see you defend something. Okay? And here, here's why we go back to obligation versus going the extra mile. Some people become jealous of people's friendship and relationships because things are just so much more effortless in certain friendships and relationships. Let's take, for example, a couple who not only are they posting very little on social media, but when they do post this good stuff, they're actually good in real life. And people are wondering, how could they do that? Why are they so good? Oh, they had to argue sometimes. Maybe they don't actually argue. I've known couples that they really, they have discussions, but they don't argue. You know, they have disagreements, but it's not full-fledged, you know, yelling and screaming and arguing. So some people feel like they are obligated to that level of friendship, that level of relationship but they don't put in the work for that level of friendship or relationship. And that's where the line is drawn. Okay. And that's where I want to help you because I can remember as far back as I want to say like grade school, but I mean like grade school is grade school. Let's, let's just say high school. I had some great friendships in high school. My high school days were some of the best days of my life. And it's so interesting because it was an all-girls Catholic school. And once people hear all-girls, they think, oh, there must have been fights and you guys must... Like, no, actually, we really got along. I mean, yeah, were there some arguments? Of course there were some arguments. Duh. But it was never a, a big, big issue of girls being in one room together, like a cafeteria, an assembly room. We actually had pretty good unity and it was a multicultural school we celebrated other cultures all right so that was a great time 
and and combine that with you know my family who taught me you know values of friendship values of relationship values of hard work and understanding that people will take your kindness for weakness or take advantage of your kindness and so i want to make sure that when people get out there into the quote unquote real world you know or they are of a certain age because i know there are a lot of older women who listen to my podcast and they look around like oh i don't have I don't have friends, like, you know, like a lot of, it's okay. You don't need a lot of friends. You need a few good ones, a few great ones, a few exceptional ones. Okay. And if you have just one, that's okay. When I, when you think about it, and and I'm not saying that she doesn't have a lot of friends, but I see, for example, Beyonce with, Kelly, really, the most, right, (laughs) female-wise. So could she have other friends? Of course, of course. But it's okay to have one. Because really, you you have yourself and a plus one. Now, I don't want you to feel guilty, right? Because here, this is a confession of tear, right? I used to be that friend who was there for everyone all the time, as often as I could be. And it wasn't until I got to college when the guy who was teaching me to play pool said, you can't be friends with everyone. And it blew my mind because I thought, well, wait a minute. I'm a pretty cool person. Like, I'm there for people. I, you know, whatever. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about me, right? It was about how the other person perceived their friendship the relationship. And that's the thing. We are supposed to have the other person in mind. That's what makes relationships work the best. Right? When we put and and I and I say this with two definitions. When we put someone else before us, when when I say that I don't mean to care to someone to the point where you're burnt out No, what I mean is think about who you are friends with, who you are in a relationship with, what are their likes, what are their dislikes, you know, how can you have them in mind when you do things? I'll give you another example. You've heard me talk about this before. I have foot issues, meaning that my right foot has had several foot surgeries. Okay, the last foot surgery, I was not allowed to walk for five months let's see it was november december january february march march and when i finally began to walk i could barely walk because i had to learn to basically walk all over again it was difficult going up and down the steps in fact it still is difficult going up and down the steps at times so when when i am going to uh places with my friends especially if we're leaving the country because we go on group trips each year one thing they keep in mind is Tia sometimes have issues with walking, right? They keep the person in mind. So that's what I mean about going the extra mile. They keep other people in mind as opposed to feeling obligated. 
Like, oh, well, I, I did some good things for her, so she should be okay. You know, like, yeah, she will be okay, but that doesn't excuse the fact that when you're doing something, you're supposed to have people in mind. Like, when you're hosting a party and Jennifer is allergic to peanuts, you're not going to cook with peanut oil. You're keeping her in mind. Taking a breath. The reason why I'm so passionate about obligation versus going the extra mile in relationships, friendships, and, and this is even in relationship with, with your job, right? This, this isn't just with people. It's with the entity of the job. It's because it's so easy to be yourself and to uh, to want to be there for people, to want to go the extra mile at work, whatever that looks like, whether it's not taking lunch, staying later, getting there earlier. It's so easy to want to do that because you might have your set of standards. Like, that's just me. And some people have said this to me, Tia, I get it. It's just that it's just me. I'm just so forgiving and I just forgive so easily. It's like, that's okay, dot, dot, dot. But make sure while you're forgiving that you understand the cause of that action, which led you to that forgiving point. Like, don't forget how you felt when that bad thing happened. And don't forget the whole process that led you to you being able to forgive, okay? Don't forgive so quickly that you dismiss the whole thing. And it's like, okay, no, no, it's okay, it's fine. No, because it's not, okay? It's not. And you need to process that, okay? Now, this also falls under speaking up, okay? And I, again, this is another thing I get. I don't like confrontations. Listen, okay? I will only ever tell you the right thing, meaning I will never say something that's so one-sided that it just leaves you, as, as the saying goes, out in the cold with a thin sweater, you know? No, I look at multiple angles, and I'm always about doing things in a strategic manner. So it doesn't matter if you don't like confrontation. You have to speak up. Because what happens is because you want to avoid what you think would be confrontation, and it, that's almost like a spectrum too. For some people, confrontation is just a simple saying no. Oh, I, I don't want to be burdensome. I don't want to. So I just said yes. But wait a minute. You want to say no. Okay, so yes, you don't want to be confrontational. But there will be times where you have to speak up. There will be times where you have to say no, where you have to check people. And that's okay, all right? You have to be willing to let go of that thing. You know, you have to be willing to, if you feel like that job is just not for you, you have to be willing to make that decision to eventually let it go. If it's bothering you to the point of, you hate going to work. You're crying that you're going there. You're just so unhappy. You have to be able to speak up to your, your boss and ask if you can work in a different section, if that's a possibility. 
or if you have a cool boss, you know, ask for a letter of recommendation to go somewhere else. There are a lot of ways you can approach that, but only you really know, because I don't know your work situation. Only you can inquire, go to HR and figure out your options. Okay. I can only speak from one in my intuitive senses and two based on the women I worked with and three life experiences, but really only you know the the route to take once the information is presented to you like what I'm doing now but don't ever feel like you're obligated to a job a friendship or a relationship because of a few good things okay yes the job pays you so you can live that's great but can you work after hours on on your business can you work during lunch on your business can you work on the weekends on your business on your 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 uh dream to be an actor a model go to uh you know school things like that yeah you can totally do that will it be hard of course it will be will you be tired yeah you will will it be rewarding hands down absolutely absolutely you're not obligated to that job okay yes you can be grateful for it but if you're unhappy you feel unappreciated it's just not working for you. You're crying. You don't like it. It's time to move on. That's the same thing with their friendship and their relationship. You feel unappreciated. You feel like, you know, it's just not working out. You got to figure out what you're going to do about it. Because you're not obligated to that. And you know, sometimes, yes, it's a little bit difficult. It could be a marriage and kids, but this is why I always su- suggest looking at your options. First things first, talking, communication. Then you involve, you know, the close family, family member, like I said earlier, then therapy, you know, go through the multiple layers. Don't ever, ever, unless it's something extreme. I mean, like abuse, you know, you're just like, I got to get out of here, period. Like, yeah, that's the extreme, but I'm not talking about that, all right? And going the extra mile will be something that's natural. I have no problem going the extra mile for some people, none. It's it's, uh, no problem of no problem, okay? It's not a problem. But we got to keep in mind who we're going this extra mile for, Okay? And if we're constantly thinking, oh, well, I want the extra mile for Jennifer and John and, you know, they never go to extra mile for me. It's not about that. You, you didn't have that person in mind. Okay. So to wrap this up, you have to begin consciously to choose for you, but in the process, keep in mind the the people and that entity, the job. And I say this because the women who come to me, it's the job and the people. That's the two top things that they are concerned with. Like, yes, they're concerned with themselves. They're always, they're working on themselves, but the change that they also want to see happen has to do with their relationships and their job. Okay. Be careful who you go the extra mile for. You don't need a lot of friends, okay? You don't, okay? Some people, and and I'm saying this because 
it's sad. People feel like they really need to have a lot. It's always about the quality. Always. You will drive yourself nuts if you do it the other way. Trust me. I Like I said, I used to be one of those people who went, who was there for, you know, practically everyone, right? However I could show up and you just become burnt out. People don't appreciate you. But then the flip side of that is when you start to have these layers of friends and, you know, other, you know, uh, relationships, then other people tend to get jealous. Like, oh, well, you know, she did that for John. She's not doing that for me. Oh, well, because they have that level of friendship. And even at work, you may be really cool with your supervisor. You have no problem staying late. Like, oh, well, she worked with George later. And it's just like, well, yeah, because, you know, George is a very fair supervisor and she knows this project needs to get done. So she has no problem staying a little bit later. It's, it's okay. It's cool. Really. It doesn't happen often. It's very important. And George asked her to stay. Okay. So again, you're not obligated. People really are not obligated to you either. Keep in mind who you are giving your energy to, because that's what happens. The closer you get to people, this is true guys. With one of my really close friends, I knew when something happened in their life, okay? Because like I got really sad and then I got a message about something unfortunate that happened. All right, so you are really exchanging energy with these people that is real, okay? And, you know, j- j- just keep it tight. Keep that circle tight. Keep what you do at your job tight, Okay? Always keep in mind other people when you do things. It's part of being considerate, all right? But just know that that obligation, okay, that's up for grabs. (laughs) Two good things, three good things does not override the nasty, crappy stuff that people done, all right? So do not accept John back in your life when he's verbally abusive, okay? You're not going to win He is not going to change, all right? You're not obligated to go back to John. I don't care if you even have children. You're obligated to take care of yourself and your child. You're not obligated to be with John, okay? All right, so I am sending you so many blessings. I really hope that confession of Tia was good for you. Um, Be kind to yourself. As always, I'm rooting for you. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.